Good morning, LCU. Normally, I would uh, apologize for the glare off of my head, but you know, you guys are used to Josh being up here, so you're accustomed to it. Josh is also rocking the pink sport coat today, so make sure you uh, give him props there. I don't, I don't have a pink sport coat. Otherwise, for October or our paint game on Saturday, I might, I might pull that off, but not going to happen. Um, really grateful for the opportunity to speak with y'all today. I do feel like for the next few minutes, I might have the biggest challenge of anybody on this campus. Um, the task of speaking with y'all, trying to get ahead of you from some of the distractions are out there. Um, I come to chapel and I sit amongst y'all and I know what I'm competing with. You have your phones and Insta, um, your, your next door neighbor, the, the quiz coming up. Um, so my, my, my challenge is to myself is to have something to say to you that might resonate with you. Um, I, I have a picture up here of one of my distractions when I was a student here at LCU. Um, there she is right there. So not 100% proud. I put that up there to, to brag on my wife, but to show you that um, I, I've sat where you're sitting. We, we've walked your steps on this campus. Um, and she was my biggest distraction, but mostly in a positive way. And I guess I'd also tell you guys that if you're um, seeking that right person, they may be out there somewhere, because if I found mine, you can definitely find yours. Uh, that picture is from where we very first started dating at Encounter one summer. So LCU, Encounter, everything that goes with some of those holds a really special place um, in the hearts of both my wife and I. Um, I've been to a few chapels. I went to a Christian high school in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, I attended LCU not for four years, but for five years. I was on the, the bonus plan, a little indecisive there. After I graduated from here, I taught over at Lubbock Christian High School for four years. Moved to Dallas, I taught at Dallas Christian and coached there for two years. Uh, and then I went and coached at a college in Arkansas, which shall not be named, and I was there for 13 years. Um, so I did the math, and I have been a part of, rough estimate, because I might have skipped one or two, but about 3,344 chapels. So the, the task to leave something memorable for you is definitely out there for me. But if you guys will give me a few minutes of your best attention, I'm going to give you my very best. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Romans 12, 2, sorry. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That scripture is probably in my top five. Um, the key there for me right now, and especially today, is do not conform. I love all things in this world. Um, the older I get, the more I appreciate things like a good sunrise, a good sunset. And Lubbock gets some good sunsets. Um, I love the ocean. I love the beach. I love music. Um, and I especially love my family and friends. These are things that are created for us and are, are to be enjoyed. Uh, way back in Genesis, sin came into the world, and it kind of ruined it a little bit. Uh, I was in Costco a couple of years ago, and I saw a man wearing a T-shirt, and it said, I used to be a people person until people ruined it. Um, and I kind of look at that the way God created the Garden of Eden, and it got ruined a little bit by people. Um, but I'm here to tell you that Christ saves us from that sin. Our goal is to live like Christ, which means we are to be set apart from the world, different from the world, not conforming to the world. 
Um, as we navigate our life, you're inundated with worldly things. When you wake up every single morning, your heart craves something. And I feel like every day is a battle for your mind. That was a quote I heard in church last Sunday. Every day is a battle for your mind. Sadly, guilty here, we get caught up in the worldly things. I'm not talking about drugs, murder, or the high-level sins. Okay, I'm talking about things in our culture that we tend to get immersed in. We get desensitized to the things of the world. Um, some of those things can be the type of music we listen to, movies, um, getting caught up with celebrities, social media, whatever you want to put there. Those things are not always bad, but I think we all know that most of the time, a lot of these things are not of God. Uh, when we live as God wants us to live... We tend to be fulfilled. We tend to be content. You don't get fulfillment from money, power, etc. If you look at people in our world who you hear a lot of, Elon Musk, um, Jeff Bezos, LeBron James, Travis Kelsey, and whatever the name of that girl he's dating right now. Um, people see those people, and they, they crave what they want. They might even obsess over them a little bit. Um, I'm going to call out the volleyball team. They're guilty of obsessing over Travis Kelsey's girlfriend a little bit. Um, I know that firsthand. Um, but look at these people, okay? Look, look what they have. We, we know they have money. They have fame. They have power, okay? But celebrities have the highest rate of divorce, addiction, depression, whatever it is. These people are lost, and until they find Christ, they're going to they're going to search and they're going to continue to be lost. OK, it's OK to listen to this music and things like that. But but to admire these people that are lost a little bit different um, in the Chronicles of Narnia, the little boy Edmund meets the white witch. She needed Edmund. She was using him because she needed to lure him to get some information and so on. Um, and what she used to lure him was Turkish delight. And the thing about Turkish delight, Edmund would eat this, and the more he had, the more he craved it. He, he would not fill up. He was, he was not fulfilled. And uh, he was craving it so much that he was willing to hurt others to get it. That's how cravings of this world work. The more you have, the more you crave. Okay, Look at the money people of the world. They're not fulfilled. They're always searching for more. Matthew 6.21 says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I guess the question we need to ask ourselves is, what do you truly treasure? Uh, two more verses on this. Matthew 5.6 says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. For they will be filled when you thirst for righteousness. Things of this world that are righteous. Ecclesiastes 5.10 says, whoever loves money never has enough, never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied. Okay, teens, young adults, you guys have tough challenges in 2023. I know this is true. Okay, I've seen it. I live it. Many people think that, that teens and young adults have it harder than previous generations. Um, and this may be controversial, but I'm here to tell you that's not really true. Okay? In Ecclesiastes 1.9, it says, What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. 
There is nothing new under the sun. All right. And a quote I came across the other day is the problems of this world that you face are the same for all generations. Satan packages them differently. And what we see in 2023 is different. But the problems, there's nothing new under the sun. Satan packages them differently. My wife and I would love to travel. Um, Particularly, we love cruising. We've been on a bunch of cruises, and I hope to go on many more. Um, But I'm always fascinated with the size of these ships. They're steel, and they weigh hundreds and thousands of tons. Um, And they don't sink. And there's the science there to it. Um, But it doesn't matter the weight. As long as they're built right, they don't sink. Um, And there's a quote that says, ships don't sink because of the water around them. They sink because of the water that gets in them. Don't let, what, don't let what's happening around you get inside of you and weigh you down. Okay? And to apply it to this topic today, don't let the worldly things get inside of you. They'll bring you down. So here's my challenge for you. Number one, enjoy God's creation. Okay? We can be in this world and enjoy those things, but we cannot be of the world. Enjoy what God has given us. Okay, but we have to recognize and we have to flee what Satan is presenting to you. And then the third thing is, lastly, this life is temporary. All right? It's a vapor. Don't get caught up in things that are not important or not eternal. Last thing I want to say is we are called to be world changers, not world chasers. Don't chase what's in this world. Let's all change this world. Y'all pray with me, please. Lord, we thank you for all you created for us. Help us to love what is good and to hate what is evil. And please help us to see the difference. Please put on our, heart, please put on our hearts things that are of you, but not of this world. And help us to discern what is good and what is worldly in our daily interactions. May we not treasure things that are meaningless and cling to what is eternal. We thank you for Jesus who demonstrated this for us. In his name we offer this prayer. Amen. Thank you all very much. You're dismissed.